welcome to Conversations with Sarah. I'm Sarah Redden of srtt.co.uk, your online space for personal development. And today I'm joined by Lorna Gell, holistic life coach and yogic practitioner. Welcome. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me, Sarah. That's my pleasure. I'm really looking forward to hearing a little bit more about what a holistic life coach uh, or a holistic yoga life coach is, because this is a kind of a little a bit of a different approach to what I um what I'm traditionally used to doing and sort of it with life coaching and kind of from a different perspective I think from the yoga teacher that I've spoken to recently so mm. please tell me a little bit about you and sort of where where you, where you come from and what being a life a yoga life coach is yes hi I'm Lorna Jow um I am currently residing in the southeast of England I live in um, a town in Kent um and I'm fairly new to the yoga life coaching um journey I studied yoga for many years um and last year in the in the pandemic and the lockdown like many people um yeah. Takafa, you know decided to to stop waiting on on a lot of those dreams and ambitions so I started doing um, my yoga teach training um and at the same time, I was already um, finishing off my life coaching uh, qualification. Mm -hmm. And as we did a deep dive into the yoga philosophies in my yoga teacher training, um, I just I kind of saw like there being so much overlap. Yeah. Um, and then, and I was like, oh my goodness, the, the yoga teachings, the, the yoga philosophies, all these, um, you know, the, the stuff that's in a really ancient yoga texts, um, it, it, to me it's really complementary and almost like this the in, in a way almost the source of some of the um coaching ideas and positive philosophy um positive psychology and um, mm. things that are coming out at the moment um and so it it seemed to me perfect to amal amalgamate my two sort of favorite things that and yeah. the two things that have had the biggest impact on my life um to to bring them together and, and see how they could work together um and so it's a really um exciting journey for me um obviously there's not a huge amount of of, um, of stuff out there on doing yoga life coaching so I have done a, a yoga life co coaching course um, but I'm also kind of working out my own way of how to deliver these two things together yeah which is really exciting really yeah creative. and I think that's kind of where like the bringing of yourself into these practices is where it really sort of starts to shine doesn't it and being able to um and a guest and I were talking previously that kind of life coaching as an industry can be quite masculine and have quite a masculine energy um and yoga the way I look at it it's about balance and bringing those kind of two energies together so bringing your own feminine energy your own experience into that I think gives it a nice it's a melting pot isn't it of of all of that is that you is you and your training and the philosophies that you've learned along the way yeah it's really interesting that um <laughs> uh, two of the words that you use there balance and energy um they are two of of, of my four values as a, a that I want to take through in my business so um balance is is something that's really important and I think that um yeah combining the two for me creates balance both in my life but also for for my clients that it's yeah. um you know 
there's lots of oh is it you know mind or body you know there's lots of these kind of either or things and I think mm-hmm. that we could be a lot more and yeah. mind and body yeah <laughs> um, and, and you know working to to facilitate everything um so you know the, the yoga brings a bit more of the the body side of things with the you know what what you expect from yoga which is like the the postures and the breathing um but also um some of that spirituality as well that kind of bigger picture um things in your life so yeah for me it's it is about that that balancing of those energies so yeah. it's really interesting that you said to yeah I mean that's just the sense that I got from having a little look around at you and speaking with you now so it's just kind of my my sense of what you were bringing so there was some assumption in there <laughs> so luckily I was in the right space um, I'm, I'm, really curious. I'm so glad that I'm giving off these vibes <laughs> um, I'm really curious to know about the other two elements that you're bringing in there so you said you said balance and energy are you happy to share the other two parts yeah so they're um, ease and enjoyment <laughs> perfect <laughs> because um you know I, I think um for me personally um like calmness and zen um is is something that I crave but it's not like a a natural it's not it's not my natural habitat like my Mm -hmm. life is quite busy and quite you know I've got a lot going on I've got two children under the age of um five um you know the for me creating this balance it is about carving out these pockets of 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 zen Mm -hmm. you know I, I I'm I myself have fallen into that trap of you know seeing people on Instagram and and places like that where their life just looks so calm and serene yeah um and for me to try and create that in my life is actually I'm like fighting against you know a, a lot of what's going on in my life so for me it's important to um make things as as easy as possible um you know and and that some of that is like working with how like your brain is naturally wired and and all that kind of thing how can I make stuff as as easy and as fun as possible because life's too short to be you know (laughs) basically fighting with yourself and um having that inner conflict I'm I'm so so over it (laughs) (laughs) I completely agree with you it is about kind of finding that piece and I think like you said when we you look around at um like the social media like the 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 guru type stuff it can feel unattainable and such a big leap from where you are in normal day-to-day or that like the stereotypical day-to-day life that we've we've come to feel is the way it should be of the busyness and the the grind and the hustle and the kind of we can have it all but we have to do everything at hyperspeed 24 7 kind of space to the thing I use with the meditation that I do is that kind of idea that we've got to be sat on a mountaintop somewhere um cross-legged um with our poses and and being completely immersed in the moment there's space in between for the steps that we need to take and, and we need to find ways to take those steps and if everything is like it's got to be this pinnacle of everything it, it's impossible it feels yeah. impossible exactly and so you know for me it's more about okay where can I get you know two minutes here and 10 minutes there throughout the day and and building in these 
good habits that kind of replenish my energy and my joy throughout the day rather than expecting you know the day from start to finish to just be pure perfection you know that that for me my day isn't going to look like that I'm going to have you know lots of like petty frustrations and little you know micro arguments with the children over putting their shoes on you know and it's like instead of being like oh well so-and-so influencer on Instagram clearly doesn't have have to put up with this in their perfect life it's like you know that is that's part of my life and I can also have this moment of 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 calm and contemplation um you know and then I can go and you know, for, for me, I, I'm, I'm quite high energy, um, which for a long time w- was one of the reasons why I never did yoga t- teacher training until this year, because, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm not a calm Zen person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm like, actually, who says, a yo- you know, who says yoga has to be, you know, completely calm Zen that, that you know, this idea that, that, people who do meditation and yoga and and those kind of things don't laugh yeah (laughs) why would you do it if you're not having a great day (laughs) yeah 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 and it's um it's interesting really isn't it because it is like we we get bombarded with these kind of stereotypes of what something should be um and it's not until we start to consider how it can work for us and how it needs to be quiet and calm so I like the idea that you can get in that quiet calm zen space if you want to but I mean, I'm all about that kind of finding fun and finding joy and bringing that into your life. So if you can do that creative space stuff as well, absolutely, why not? So tell me a little bit more about, um, like, because that's what held you back. So what shifted for you where you sort of said, actually, yes, I can do this. I can go on and do the the yoga teaching stuff. Um, I mean, the specifically for yoga teaching, that was definitely the pandemic. Um, when I, I was, you know, just like had this moment of, yeah, what, why am I not, why am I not, why am I not going for something that I really want to do? Yeah. Um, and at that point, I'd kind of come out of a, a bit of, so I'd, I had my second um, daughter and you know had a bit of the baby blues afterwards mm. um and I was I was um referred for um some um talking therapy I think it was cognitive behavioral therapy but the waiting list was quite long yeah and getting that referral was a was a bit of a kind of wake-up call of like yeah I'm I'm not in a good place right now and so and because I had quite a long waiting list, you know, I wasn't just going to sit around and, and do nothing. So mm. um, I signed up for some yoga classes and um, it was baby yoga. It took my baby along. But oh, I was like, I, whenever, you know, whenever, whenever I have a really good day, like I've normally done some yoga in that day, you know, and if I were to design a great day, I would, I would definitely have some yoga practice in there. So I was like, yeah, I need to up, up the ante on that, that front. And then I also signed up for, and it was, it was wasn't even life coaching I actually signed up for like nutrition and health coaching um but all the mindset work that they did as part of that meant that when I got to my cognitive behavioral therapy sessions they were like oh you're actually clinically no longer in need of this service and I got discharged after like two sessions yeah and when I looked at it it was like oh it's because of this coaching that I had and then I looked then I started um really getting in into the coaching and so um that's when I was doing so and when I 
when I really like some like when something really works for me I always I always take it I always study to become like a teacher you know I'm like just give me I just want absolutely um relate to that (laughs) (laughs) I I need to know everything there is to know about this I need to take this to the next level so I you know I started doing coaching and then obviously I was started doing a lot of of self-coaching and then that was when you know I kind of re-evaluated the whole my my position on being a yoga teach trainer and um doing the teach training sorry and you know the looked at what what really what really is going on in my head that I think that I can't do that and um you know and there had been a few practical aspects as well like like before the pandemic the only way to and like the the level of yoga teacher training that I wanted to do to be able to be um, registered with you know certain bodies, mm. you could only do that in certain ways, and yeah. that changed, which which would have meant you know going going somewhere for like two three weeks minimum, yeah. like a really intense like intensive out of my life for a few weeks which I do still intend to do but right now as I said with two kids at home like I can't be like well best of luck with the kids babe I'll be back in three weeks (laughs) yeah (laughs) that like that that wasn't that simply wasn't um an option for me at the moment and um you know so so things did did structurally change with the pandemic but other things like you know that uh, I you know I had this oh you know once I've you know I'll practice yoga loads and loads and loads and and I'll basically basically starve myself until I'm like super skinny and I look like <laughs> what you see on yeah. you know, if you put in um yoga just pure yoga into Instagram you will see basically circus acts yeah, yeah. <laughs> like real extreme contortion of you know a very specific very athletic body type and I was like well yeah one day I'll suddenly I'll suddenly turn into that person and then I'll go do my yoga teacher training and I was like that is <laughs> you know and, and that's what I love about coaching actually that one as soon as you you know as, as soon as you identify that thought and you don't even but often like I love it when you when a client says it out loud and it almost like hangs in the air in front of them in yeah. this almost like cartoon neon flashing thing and you, as soon as you said it you're like that is so ridiculous what and yet these thoughts, these things that we, you know, that is something that I had been carrying around with me for ages. Yeah. Until I achieved a certain body, like literally had a complete body transplant. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's amazing. Like you say, we all have these thoughts that are so deeply ingrained within us from whatever, wherever they've come from, um, which would be a whole entire new episode. Um, but we've all got these thoughts. And it, like you say, it isn't until you sort of, give them voice sometimes that you really sort of sit and go that makes no sense that actually makes no sense there is no reason that this thing could should stop me from doing this thing but it does it does for many people um and like you say along your journey that's happened for me along my journey that it's happened um but this kind of doing this work and getting into that space it it does help you kind of unpick it and reframe it and put strategies in, doesn't it? So it's sort of being able to get it out there and kind of know that you're being held back by this thing and and then breaking it down and taking action, which is in its simplest form. There's a lot more to it, as you know, because it's the work that you do as well. So when you've, you've unpacked this thought and you've got to the point, you've done your training. Um, so how you, you said, like, you like the idea of the life coaching, you like the idea of the yoga and that moment 
you sort of brought it all together how's that been for you bringing it together fun and it's been really creative it's been challenging along the way as well because um there isn't a huge um body of literature to, to call upon and it's not something that there's you know hundreds or thousands of people currently practicing so you know with that you know comes a little bit of that well who am I to be mm -hmm. stepping off the you know why why don't I just do yoga or just do life coaching you know there's definitely been moments like that but um for me it's been really interesting to bring together um you know and it, it has been that study of being like okay well where do I see these like similarities so mm -hmm. at the moment I'm investigating so within yoga and like many um kind of philosophies and religions and things like that there's you know this is what um living a good life looks like you know so mm -hmm. there's a number of suggestions um and at the moment I'm focusing on um so within the eight limbs of yoga the first two are the um yamas and the niyamas and I'm going to really <laughs> squish it down into it like really one really simple one sentence explanation which is obviously you know very reductive but just to kind of get the point the um and they are sort of the, the do's and the don'ts you know the thing the things to add into your life and the things to try and take away from your life so you know mm -hmm. The, the really famous one is Ahimsa, you know, the do no harm, yeah. um, which is why, you know, well, lots of people think of yogis as being, you know, vegans and, and all that kind of thing. So yeah. harm is, is one of the ones that you would take out. And, you know, there's, there's things that you um, add in. And of course, now that I'm saying them, they literally just like flew out of my Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> so same thing. Like, I, I, I can know bye. things inside out. Bye, uh, <laughs> and as soon as I'm asked a question about it, I suddenly become incapable of speech and incapable of accessing that thing in your brain because you embody it and you do it. Um, and it's different, isn't it, when you start yeah. having these kind of um, conversations where you're in your brain about it all. So if it pops back in, just shout it out at me. Um, so, you know, and, and I think that having having these things can form, you know, a, you know, particularly for people who, you know, life coaching has become very um, and coaching in general has become very popular and, and understandably so. Like, I, you know, I think that, you know, for me, I've seen great um, transformation in my life and mm. now I wouldn't be without a coach because I, I do think like it's the power of speaking out loud those thoughts you know and it's yeah. just having someone to kind of just help you say them out loud because as soon as you say them out loud their power just diminishes mm -hmm. almost nothing but you know and then you can you know they come back but you keep working on them but um for me adding in the the kind of the yoga philosophy helps to provide like a bit of a pathway so if, particularly for people who found themselves um in a place where their life isn't giving them um quite the satisfaction or um the enjoyment or you know just that kind of like wow I did everything you know if you look at yeah. where, what you've got where you've got to and what you've achieved and you're like ah I thought I would be you know happier <laughs> following um, the path that we traditionally ex expect to take I think there's you know I'm I'm mid-40s um and I find a lot of women my age have kind of got to that space where they've 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 done the serious relationship maybe had children if that's what they want in life or or and have followed a career path and then get to that stage of I've got all of this stuff but I'm missing that thing that yeah. lights me up and you know there's that 
I've I've definitely worked with with people who know specifically exactly what it is that they want to work on. But for people who are just like, I just feel meh and I want to, I want, I want to change, but I'm not sure, you know, and part of, you know, coaching is to help um, get to that point. But I love that bringing in the yoga philosophy, which is, you know, it's, like 5,000 years old like Mm. when it was written down and before that before it got to the point of being written down like there's a lot of wisdom about the human condition there so like why reinvent the wheel let's start by looking at you know this these are you know this is a package of stuff that like is a great starting point you know if you were and you know almost like if you were to score yourself where are you where's where where can we work on and and see how that impacts your life and for me that's um that's working really well and it's it's really it's it's exciting because it is new it's you know it's not that's not something that I that you can see everywhere or get everywhere and it's Mm. it's a really interesting and exciting journey to take that and and for me as well you know that kind of stuff you don't get in a yoga class very much you know sometimes these things get talked about a little bit and I'm like whenever they do I'm always like oh that sounds really interesting so for me it's really nice to take those ideas and really work with them and apply them to people's lives and be like yeah how is you know and see the change and see the transformation and 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 be part of that is is really um humbling and exciting so what does working with you look like then is it one-to-one is it group work or is it a combination of things yes at the moment um I have one-to-one clients um and I am working on a membership container I'm not really it's a bit bit of a funny thing to explain but no I know know, I've got my self-care club and it's trying to that will have launched when this comes out um the, it is trying to explain what that kind of envelops is quite difficult isn't it when it's this sort of more mental emotional kind of connection work exactly and I think the one-on-one is, is really great for the you know the intensive and particularly when you're like I really need to you know make, make it when you feel like I just need to change yeah stuff like that frame of mind when someone might be in just before they like chop off all the hair or something like that when you're in that frame of mind I think the one-on-one and the intensive stuff is really great but you know as I mentioned you know earlier about being you know fitting this stuff into your life about you know it these changing your life isn't about you know a eight-week intensive birth it's about making those those changes so that every every day you are incorporating these things and consistently and so you know I think it it's the day-to-day that you yeah. uh existence that really makes up those blocks of weeks and months and years that is yeah. the entirety of your life and so I wanted something that was a bit more um again sort of like short short births of intervent- yeah. of being able to just be like oh okay um you know a uh, uh, 10 minute thing here or a, you know even just like a two minute mindful activity that kind of thing um so that it, it could be um more sustainable like sustainable long term and mm-hmm. um become more of an automatic habit over time yeah yeah um so yeah that, they're the two two main ways at the moment more, okay. more will be coming <laughs> yeah uh, of course and that's the thing it's um as you know I'm sure the same as me as you evolve in your own practice your practice evolves as you get more into um the bits that resonate and the the the, the messaging and the things that you want to share the practice of 
how you work with clients changes and evolves because that is what for me what it's all about life it's that evolution and that change and and working out what works best for you and and like you said there's little bits the little bits that fit into life and make life joyful and how you want it to be you then share that along with your client work so do you do do you do actual yoga in a session is it talking is it yoga is it a bit of both I've completely different to what I'm imagining yeah so um, obviously I am a trained yoga teacher so um I don't want to use the word prescribe but I suggest um uh, like short sequences that might help after a um a coaching session so it is very much talking it is a a coaching session um yeah. in the time that we have um but I do incorporate and uh, you know sometimes I will bring in like a breathing exercise um yeah. as part of it so some of the pranayama um but yeah the the yoga postures that people will think of when they think of yoga which is only one of those eight limbs and yeah. um, so the the postures the breathing and the and some meditation they're things I kind of suggest for after our session but I do I can and do suggest specific postures yeah. or sequences following you know whatever's happened so if, if somebody has like a really great breakthrough and is feeling you know some, sometimes you can feel quite shook um, yeah. when you're suddenly like oh my oh my goodness <laughs> like you know if you know whatever whatever has has come up for that person and um, then I can certainly suggest hey look how about a sequence of th- these restorative poses that will particularly how you know help afterwards with you know I I think although coaching is in your head like you do feel things you feel your Mm -hmm. emotions in your body and in different places so I certainly will will incorporate those those poses and 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 bringing more you know yoga but it's certainly nobody nobody has to bring a mat to a session it's it's very much yeah (laughs) yeah I'm just trying to kind of picture in my mind because like you say it's that so what I feel is that it's the the yoga philosophies and the the yoga kind of way of living informs your practice in that the way in which you work with clients and then you've got that so it's talking within the time that you're together but there's the other bits where you can embody what the client can use that as an embodiment practice to really pull into or feel into where they're feeling their feelings within their body and release it using the breathing, the meditation and the, the yoga poses. Does that, am I understanding exactly. you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So the philosophy is like the the, the teachings and philosophies of, of yoga are kind of like the pathway and we're going to travel down like that's a map that's already been written for us. And then I take you down that pathway using coaching to like using coaching techniques to apply it to your yeah. personal um, um, situation. And then, yeah, bring in the other stuff as needed, as appropriate along that journey. Yeah. So typically who would come to you to work with you? Um, I like, as I mentioned, like lots of people who um, come to other people who are coaching curious, <laughs> like they've seen a lot about, about coaching, they've heard a lot about coaching, but I remember like years and years ago, I really wanted to do um, acupuncture. Um, but I didn't have an ailment and that is very like it's medicine, isn't it? And I was like, yeah. oh, there's nothing wrong with me. I can't have acupuncture. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh no I don't have a you know bad back or whatever yeah yeah <laughs> um and so uh, a lot of people who would like to try you know who've, who've 
you know heard about um people getting amazing results with coaching but aren't like oh this is the exact problem that I want to resolve you know there's you know people might go to you know there's business coaches and there's relationship coaches and so for people who do want that life coaching um and also people who want something um or who feel that they are missing maybe some of that kind of um spirituality in their life that connection mm. to something bigger um and you know uh funnily enough uh, not many people are like what you would imagine as like epic yogis like nobody turns up in like lululemon and like popping yeah. their leg behind their back and I've, I've had clients who've never done yoga at all in their life um yeah. and and I I think you know that that's it that's for me um, I, I think it's great to be able to bring those ideas to to a wider audience um yeah. because a lot of people think of yoga um as a fitness like fitness or exercise and yeah. you know and and you know because you can do it at a gym <laughs> yeah I mean I know I mean I one of my first episodes um I had a wonderful um yoga teacher come and speak with me and that's what I realized that I'd only really even though I do meditation and I use that in my practice I'd only considered yoga as a physical activity I hadn't married up <laughs> that the, the the spiritual elements of myself and my practice with something that I used to do as a physical as an exercise thing and so that was really interesting that's one of the things I love about the sort of the podcast is that I can make these connections between well, of course I mean that makes absolute sense like it's not just a physical thing I mean it at its core it's it's not a physical thing really is it <laughs> at its core yeah yeah it's, it's interesting like the I mean the the, the sun is a there's, there's lots of um you know things that I said about them I mean the uh, I a yoga practice is is of the asana the postures is is almost like a moving meditation yeah yeah you know and it is and to me it's almost like a, a mindfulness activity as well you know of of getting yourself into that that position and then focusing on on how your body feels in 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 that that position um you know and then there's also this um school of thought that the the postures are there to essentially prepare your body um to be able to sit and meditate for long periods of time um and that it's 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 a physical practice to get yourself ready to be yeah. able to sit still because you know if 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 you're um if you're new to it and you attempt to sit down to meditate then you feel so twitchy and you want to you want to scratch everything you want to move like it doesn't take very long of sitting in the same position before like you want to move or do something like your body is mm. like ah I feel like I'm seizing up so you know the 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 asana is is a is about is is partly the preparation for meditation as well as itself being a form of meditation it's a connection I mean yoga means union and it's union to that bigger thing but that connection to yourself is that yeah. connection to the bigger thing yeah. um you know because um we are all part of the the magic of the universe yeah and it does once you start to unpick it and, and kind of open the mind a little bit from the the stereotypes of of how things are presented to us um like it starts for me it started to make much more sense and what I've started to realize is there's a lot of practices that I do that I didn't know had a name but they're mm. other things they're labeled as things they're just things that I do that I've I've 
fallen into because of this is my area of interest um, and I do as part of my self-care and as I'm starting to talk to people and have these conversations and explore different philosophies it's like oh but I already do that so that's the name for the thing that I do yeah and we do we've got this inherent knowing within us but sometimes we need a practitioner or that information or somebody that specialized to be able to help us tap into it in a deeper level so I think it's really interesting the idea of bringing the yoga and the coaching stuff together um I'm excited to see what what you do with it all as you kind of move forward and I I just think it's you know I the the human the human condition hasn't changed you know like I've, over time yeah sure we've got new technology now but you know the the things the things that kept people up at night the things that that you know that meant that at whatever age you are on your deathbed you look back and think god you know the, these are the mistakes I made or these are the, mm. this is where I spent time spent time well hasn't changed over mm. you know thousands of years and so all the you know all the you know old philosophies and old religions like they've all got stuff that yeah fund everything that they're you know recommending is stuff that ultimately leads to a life that feels well lived yeah. and you know the whichever you know you can you can look at any major you know anything that has stood the test of time has stood the test of time because it's got these nuggets of wisdom in it you know and and I we fall you know and I, I don't want to be anti-science at all because I you know love science my mum was a science high school science teacher you know and all that stuff but you know science is only cat, catching up you know there's um, you know stuff like mindfulness you know there's mm. there's been you know lots of scientific studies recently you know in the past kind of 20 years around how effective mindfulness is that's thousands of years old you know and yeah. that we're only just you know now we're you know looking at uh, you know scientifically why does that work but you yeah know, we... we're starting to prove the knowledge we already know <laughs> so, it's that, exactly. that, so it is that yeah and that again that's a, a whole nother I think that's a whole nother podcast and a whole big yeah. space that we could take up talking it's about very, that. It's, it's, it's exciting. And I do, I, you know, I've picked yoga because it's just, you know, something that for me yeah. works. Um, but yeah, you could pick anything I think and, and start to apply it. But yeah, for me, it's super exciting to, yeah. to, to put it into practice and to use these new, I mean, not that co- is, is coaching new, I don't know, but the... Um, I mean, I started coaching about 13 years ago, so I guess it's new in the history of the world, but not really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, this sort of, you know, new and, you know, I love coaching now is backed by by science and positive psychology and and you know and I do I love learning about neuroscience and all that kind of stuff yeah. and so it's like applying that these, these modern ideas to ideas that are like really old for me I love and again yeah. that falls into that whole balance you know the old and the new and yeah yeah and it makes absolute sense so what would you say is the biggest lesson that you've learned in your field um I think it's that your like through all this, I, I've come to realize that my my thoughts and my feelings about something um, are not fixed um, yeah. in 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 time time and space, and that you can change how you think and feel about things. Um, you know, which is again not not a new concept. And I think I remember there was a time one time when it just kind of clicked for me and 
you know, all the all the motivational quotes and all the <clears throat> positive thinking stuff that had just felt like statements all of a sudden mm. it felt really profound afterwards <laughs> I was like oh I can change my thoughts and my feelings yeah but you know they feel they feel like a truth um you know and in a moment when you have um an emotional response to something or a thought about something it, it can feel like the truth of a situation and whilst it is true that you feel that right now that mm-hmm. might not necessarily be how you feel about it and it also doesn't have to be how you know it doesn't have to be how you choose to feel about it and and for me that's been a huge learning that and learning um through coaching and my yoga practice how to change how I think and feel about things is really transformational because that has changed the results that I'm getting in my life it's changed how I approach my relationships um I'm surprised it's not taught in schools you know (laughs) we're starting to see more kind of mindfulness practice I think in some schools now and and that I think is a really positive step so it's hopefully as like you say as the science and the the intellectual thinking is catching up with the the thought and the sense and the energy space that other people are occupying we'll start to see more um acceptance and understanding of how these practices enhance life because it's only about adding to to the quality of life isn't it um yeah and yeah yeah, right, how, I, mean, I can, you, yeah. I can go you, into how do you live a good life you know there's, there's lots of I mean, that's it's one of the main philosophical questions of humanity, isn't it? How do you live yeah. a good life? But I, you know, I do think that when you accept the first thought and feeling that you have about something, then, you know, I don't think that you're necessarily, then it, you know, then you're very, it's potluck on, you know, how, how, how other people have modeled thinking and feeling so you know if if you if you know if you are fortunate enough to be have really fantastic resilient thinking and positive outlook then maybe you can get through life without having to reevaluate and make these choices um but you know I think a lot of us you know haven't always had yeah had that and so the, the first thought that you know that can come through you know, um, I, I hear a lot of my mum's critical um, yeah. <laughs> statements, you know, that can often be the first thought that comes to my head, you know, and now I can be like, well, thanks, mum, but actually. <laughs> yeah, and that's it, isn't it? It's, it's that learning your own truth and finding your own, we your own voice in it all. We all adapt survival techniques and there comes a point where they've served as well they've helped us get to where we are and that we've needed them but there comes a point where we can thank them for their service but let them go and learn new ways of moving forward yeah exactly so yeah that that for me has been the biggest my biggest life lesson and one that I want to share with the world thank you well that feels like a really good place to end if that's okay because I do like to ask people to share the what they want to share with the world and you have done that there unless there's anything else you wanted to add I uh, know that feels like a, a great, great place to uh, to call it a day. Thank you so Thank much you. for having me. I really enjoyed this. My eyes at the corners are actually hurting a little bit from smiling so much. Oh. <laughs> wow, well, I'm going to take that as a compliment. Um, thank you so much. I've, I've really enjoyed speaking with you um, and sh- sharing a bit about your practice and the work that you're doing and what you're wanting to share into the world. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thanks for the opportunity.
Thank I can't you. wait to listen. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you to those that have listened today. I hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. To find out more about me and my guests, uh, give feedback, suggestions, visit srtt.co.uk. We'll be back next Wednesday with a new guest. Until then, stay curious and be kind to yourself. <laughs>